Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson, and I have my co-host here, Mr. Eli Levy. And today we have another awesome episode of the podcast, another great guest uh, that's really going to be offering some great insight into podcasting Mm -hmm. and kind of how to start one, launch one, grow one, and all the tactics that you need to get started. We have Roger Naren, the CEO and founder of Jar Audio. Jar Audio works with some very cool leading brands out there like RBC, Royal Bank, Lululemon, Expedia, BBC Storyworks, and so many others. So we're excited to have him on here, and it's an honor. Welcome, yeah. Roger. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate uh, appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we kick things off, um, tell our listeners a little bit more about your background before we dive into the kind of meat of the topic. Yeah, so I, I've spent the last 20 years in the advertising world, uh, working uh, as a client service lead for uh Big agencies, um, you know, um, most notably DDB, um, and then I also worked for Cossette, which is uh, one of the best agencies in Canada. Uh, worked for some uh, sponsorship agencies as well as some some sort of smaller mid tier uh, okay. advertising and design agencies. Yeah, nice, awesome. Wow. So, so what got you? So, yeah. I'm guessing all the agency work kind of once the podcasting world kind of started picking up and there were some pioneers out there, is that kind of when you got started with podcasting or was there something that happened that kind of propelled you into that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I, w- I was doing some podcasts on, on my own, just, uh, yeah. just as a, as a hobby. Um, I, I always like to say that I, I was using podcasts as an excuse to meet really interesting people and learn from them. So That's I had funny. a few, uh, yeah. had a few hobby podcasts of my own and, um, met a met a couple individuals up here in Vancouver. Um, we're, we're in Vancouver, Canada, yep. and um, you know went out for beer one night and and started banging around the idea of of starting a business using all of our talents. And so, oh, cool. me from my marketing side, my partner Jen from her journalism side. She comes from CBC, which is uh, you know Canada's version of NPR. And then my other partner at the time, Aaron Johnson, came from uh, many years in the broadcast world. So. You know, we decided to uh, to to give give the uh, you know give the company a shot. So um, nice. made Very the made the leap. Awesome, yeah. Podcasting is definitely the future and kind of where where it's going. What do you see about podcasting that intrigues you so much in terms of maybe the longevity yeah. of podcasting? It's like everyone uh, talks about like video marketing. Yeah, now it's a podcast. <sighs> yeah, I mean, Clubhouse is a perfect example. Everything's yeah. turning audio. Went totally. like audio, video, now it's audio again. Yeah, wh- wh- why do you think that that is, that is happening? And why do you think audio is such a big trend? Yeah. And why is it going to stick around for so long? Uh, yeah, so, so I think it's such a big trend because of the, the intimacy of, of the medium. So, you know, right now, you know, as listeners are listening to this, it's, it's literally in their ear. And, and right. they're, they're spending time with, with the content versus something being broadcast to them. And I mean, I know we're, we're slowly fading away from from broadcast, you know, we see a lot right. less, a uh, lot less radio, a lot less TV, yep. more streaming, more sort of yeah. what I would call pull mediums. But podcasting is is portable. It's mobile. It, it it's an opportunity for somebody to really engage with content on their own time. Um, there's no appointment viewing. It's uh, no appointment listening. It's it's all up to them and and their experience. And and I think just the the the, the ability to tell great stories and in, in an engaging emotional funny, uh, you know, uh, knowledge filled way, um, is, uh, is, is, is really catching on. And, and then there's the niche topics that, um, that anybody can really dig True. into if no matter what your interest. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think what I like about podcasting and I think why it's so like trending even more, everyone's doing it, everybody's listening to it is two things. I think it's very passive. Mm-hmm. You don't, 
to be 100% focused, like with video or reading, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to be focused. Yep. Yep. Where you can work at any time. You could be on a commute. You could, I mean, anytime you could just listen. And it's, it's just so digestible. <clears throat> it is. It's kind of like growing up. Um, I always remember my, uh, my dad always had these books on tape he'd listen to in his truck. Mm-hmm. As we were cruising, like to a baseball game, we go to the baseball yeah. game. It's like it was passive. It was something that me and him could do together um, mm-hmm. you know, outside of conversation. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think over time, it's like podcasting is kind of starting to replace that as well. I agree. I think what we like from a business standpoint, really, or really not even business, but just personal standpoint, is that podcasts live forever. Yeah. They have the opportunity to have a Never really great. long lifespan versus like an Instagram story. You're gone pretty quick. But the lifespan of podcasts is always going to be there. You can always reference that content. I think that's what I love. You never know it's going to rank. You never know yep. when someone's going to pick it out. It's true. And Kyle, you were just talking about, you know, sort of active, active versus passive. You know, m- the majority of podcast listeners are doing other things while they're listening to yeah. podcasts. They're, they're washing the dishes, they're mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. they're going for a walk. And actually there's a really cool study that was put out by the BBC that says that when they are listening, um, uh, you know, from a marketing perspective, when they, when they are listening um, and, and then they happen to hear marketing messages, um, it actually uh, enters the subconscious a, a lot more easier than other forms of, of, of um, marketing messages, which is sort of the antithesis of everything we've ever known about, right. you know, the clutter in, in the market space and, and just so many messages flying your way. Um, but when you, actually, when you actually listen and learn at the same time and while doing other things... Um, it, they call it low, they call it, uh, what do they call it? A, a low fuel, um, right. uh, uh, load sort of, uh, you know, it, it low, low fuel involvement or, or, or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I think about when you're watching TV, you get a commercial mm. change channel, like yeah. you don't even pay attention to it or even like YouTube, if you, whatever, and you get like mm-hmm. an ad real quick, it's so easy to grab your phone and just like, okay, yeah. I'm ignore this for 15 seconds, but you're, totally. it's right. Podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're kind of forced to listen to it. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, right, yeah. Actively, like in it. So and why brand? You know, one of one of the other reasons brands get so excited, and 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 one of the reasons we've had success is the engagement level of listening to a podcast is through mm-hmm. the roof compared to other other mediums mm-hmm. like like video, for example. I mean, our our shows are getting about a ninety five percent listen through rate Whoa. on a twenty to thirty minute episode, and that's coming from a brand. Like that's, that's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now. Keep in mind that our you know our shows are not advertisements. You're not listening yeah. to a right. show all about you know Expedia or all about Lululemon. It's it's a it's a value packed show that happens to be either solving a problem or or hitting some sort of solution that 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 the listener is looking for, um, or or could be something just purely entertaining. You know, if they need yeah. a laugh or they need to cry, it just happens to be brought to you by Expedia or Lululemon, yeah. or and is tied in nicely with their brand, with the brand values. Um, That's really cool. So you know. If we do our job right as as podcasters, we you know we put out a good show with high high production quality that's consistent that really you know is 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 audience focused and and centered on what their needs are. They should subscribe and they should be demanding more. Which mm-hmm. you, you know as a marketer, you really can't ask for anything else. Absolutely. What well, what was the effect of COVID? I read a couple studies that um, because of people not commuting as much, podcast mm-hmm. listens went down. Did yeah, so that happen or, so or sort of March, March, April, we saw a, a, a significant dip mm-hmm. because because commuting stopped. I think also just so many people clamored for for news, breaking news, mm-hmm. um, and and so we did see a dip. But yep. then about 
May, June, everything climbed back up and, and actually exceeded what the industry was expecting from a listener standpoint. And it's actually just continued to, to, to rise. Uh, tomorrow, the big, the big sort of annual um, listener survey comes out, which is put out every year by Edison Research. Um, oh, that'll and be so and cool. they'll, they'll, they'll give the, the newest update on what listens are like and what the you know, listener behavior is looking like. So I think that's the, that's the sort of headline of what happened was the behavior changed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people went a lot more onto desktop. They started listening, you know, streaming more because yeah. they were tethered into their, you know, to their, their, um, uh, to, to their, um, uh, their internet, uh, or, you know, they had just easy access to Wi-Fi. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, people still needed a break. People need, still needed to learn things. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm one of those people that's capable of writing a blog post while listening to a podcast episode. Some people aren't, but, you know, I am. Or I'm able to, like, you know, pound out a bunch of emails and, and things like yeah. that. Um, and so people's just people's behavior changed, uh, mm -hmm. which is really interesting to, to see. And, and, um, and I think, you know, through you know, through everything from Black Lives Matter and, you know, the summer, like everything kind of shifted, like things started shifting from a yep. content perspective, you know, the, the conversation became a little bit more um, focused on that, which is, you know, important. And, and, and then, and then, it, you know, throughout the year, we saw ebbs and flows of different types of focus and conversation. Um, but for the most part, the, the listening just continued to increase. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can definitely sense. see the trend. It makes sense. It makes total sense. Our listens have gone up too, which is yep. cool. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of dive in. Mm -hmm. um, why? Why? So from you guys' perspective, what do you guys kind of pitch to to brands? What's the value prop of having a brand have a podcast? Like where is it? You know, yeah. think, or thinking or having a way to communicate with your, with mm -hmm. your followers? What's your guys' mm -hmm. big so we really we really emphasize the the idea of of owning your audience um mm -hmm. and, and so mm -hmm. as uh, you know being me being a recovering marketer myself i knew that one of the challenges that uh, my clients always had was keeping their funnel full um they had no problem getting people into the funnel it was just constantly leaking mm -hmm. it, you know either they were disappointing somebody along the way they were losing them in some sort of fashion because of competition or, uh, you know, there's, they just get busy and, and, and lose focus. And so you're constantly having to refill that funnel, which is expensive right. and, and time consuming. But if you can deliver, you know, really engaging, great, really engaging content that is subscribable and, you know, which is the beautiful thing about podcasting is, is the actual habit of subscribing is baked into the nature of, of podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I'll talk about something interesting with that in a sec. Um, and so, you know, if you can, if you can latch on to people uh, and, 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 and reach them with really great content that they want to hear or see more of, um, then that keeps your funnel a lot more full. And so, it actually lowers your cost of acquisition because you're getting more, um, um, you know, word of mouth and shares and, and, and all that. And so we really talk about the idea of owning your audience versus renting your audience, which is what's mm -hmm. happening a lot when you're, you know, investing in programmatic advertising. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not saying that that doesn't work and, and there are reasons to do that, but it's very much kind of like short-term gain versus long-term um, and, and so podcasts are, are, you know, just like the film industry, um, is, is a fantastic way to build an audience. Um, plus, you know, the podcast listener is quite unique. And so if you have a brand that is trying to attract a certain audience, you know, a little, little bit more affluent, um, mm -hmm. loves to learn, you know, college educated, um, small families, 
loves to spend a little bit more money on themselves. Like there's a whole range of different things that, um, that describe a typical podcast listener. Um, another fantastic way to get to, to get in there. Um, also I think as the, the cookie conversation starts to get a little bit more serious and we start to potentially see signs of not being able to have all that third party data that, you know, that we've, kind of become addicted to mm -hmm. again it puts way more importance on the idea of owning your audience and giving them a reason to stay yeah. sort of within your 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 garden um versus versus the other you know where you're just they're just sort of coming mm -hmm. and going um it's sort of like it's sort of like shopping in the shopping mall versus poking your head in in the door every uh you know every <laughs> once in a while totally it relates you know very closely to the e-commerce world People are renting marketplaces like an Amazon, yeah. but they're not owning Ooh. that customer. Whereas everybody's trying to pull them back into their own website so that they can own that customer, get a little bit more lifetime value out of them as well. Totally. Another point that I think was fascinating, what he what you brought up is the audience and demographics of podcast listeners. Mm -hmm. I think that is fascinating. And I think yeah. it shows the dedication to a brand as a listener. If I'm gonna yeah. go it's like omni-channel experience. If I buy Lululemons, if I shop there, if I go online, if I engage them on social, you are a very living very, and breathing the living brand. Living and breathing. If you yeah. if you listen to their podcasts, mm -hmm. well, I think. but as a brand, you have to also respect that fact that the, yep. that the audience is different and yep. and they're more discerning. And you know, we always talk to brands that you know, starting a podcast, getting listeners. You're mm -hmm. ne you, you know, none of our podcasts are ever going to be at the level of, of, of audiences the size yeah. of, you know, Joe Rogan or the daily, right. or, you know, we'll never, ever claim that. Um, we, we, you know, we can attract quite a large audience though, but in order to do that, the content has to be great. And, and we argue that in, in most cases, the content has to be even better than your typical podcast because yeah. audiences are naturally going to have a little bit of skepticism. Yeah. You know, this is content marketing. So, you know, it, it, just like any other form of content marketing, you have to sort of walk the fine balance line between selling and and yeah. and just offering, you know, tons and tons of value. Um, we are we argue that you shouldn't do any selling at all. You're going to get that sort of brand halo effect by offering really great content that's that's you know value focused and, oh and zeroed in on the audience. But you got to be careful and and so. Understanding that audience is important because they're expecting something good. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I, you know, it's exciting to see so many brands starting to understand like the cool communication barrier or I guess mm -hmm. bridge that we can have with podcasting. It's it's yeah. cool to like, start seeing the brand yeah. and the personality behind the actual company. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people like um, in order I to you know get totally to know agree. the founders or yeah. the marketing managers or the frontline <laughs> workers, whatever mm -hmm. it is, podcasting is allowing us to do that finally and um, having kind of a mascot for your company. So I think yeah, it's no, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's why we follow companies on, on Facebook and, and, exactly. and Instagram. It's why we want to learn more and, and attend conferences and, and mm -hmm. want to kind of see behind the scenes. It's, it's one of the reasons why blogs took off is yeah. this yeah. sort of like True. peek behind the curtain aspect of it. Um, yeah. And that's why like, you know, we, you know, we think that, you know, serve, you know, services like clubhouse, for example, mm -hmm. are, are great. And, and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be, they're gonna stick around, but there, there is that sort of like fleeting moment aspect to it that you're never going to get the, the quality of, of a podcast, which can be sound designed and have yeah. proper hosts with, 
you know, proper training, who are going to be able to ask great yeah. questions. Like, you know, as much as, as live is great, which, which it is right now, you know, being able to edit a show is going to make for an easier list, you know, sometimes an easier listener, ex listener experience. Right. And that's actually where professionals like, like my company, Jar Audio come in and why there is value in working with us because we're able to stitch an episode together and use our experience to get that listen length as long as possible, which yeah. as a marketer, that engagement level is, is, is really right. what you're looking for. And so um, we can actually, you know, apply certain, uh, certain sort of uh, tips and tricks and tools for, for, for doing so uh, to keep the, keep, keep the listener engaged. Yeah. A question I had on that is, to keep the listener engaged, do you do any consulting with the actual podcast hosts in, in order to help them maybe extend that listen length, giving mm -hmm. them tips and tricks and best practices to interview and, and mm. things like that? Is that something that you guys do? Well, nine times out of 10, our hosts are professional, yeah. uh, of professional hosts that either have voiceover experience or mm -hmm. have, have, have done this before. So they're going to come to the table with, you know, literally to the table in some cases, um, <laughs> with with experience in having uh, in in interviews. Um, we're also in advance pre-interviewing our guests to yep. pluck the best conversation topics yep. to really pull out the, you know, whether it's something emotional or whether it's something mm -hmm. that is you know, controversial yeah. or fascinating, something that, so we're doing that in advance and we're really highlighting that in, in, in our question lines to our, um, you know, for, for our hosts. So we're making sure that they're really hitting the things that we think are going to make for the best conversation. Yeah. In the cases where we're perhaps, um, you know, working with somebody from within an organization who hasn't had any experience. Yes. We're doing a lot of training with them and really kind of zeroing in on like, the, the importance of, of um, you know, asking follow-up questions and the importance of sort of pivoting from, if, if you've got a round table, sort of pivoting from one guest to the next and right. getting their perspective on the same topic so that the listener is kind of getting a bit more, bit of a rounded, sort of rounded perspective on the, on the, on the topic. Um, we're, we're trying to encourage, you know, we're trying to encourage them to just take a moment and right. let, you know, let, a little bit of air kind of in the room so that you get a little bit of tension, um, which, you know, which we, we can also, you know, fix and or, or we can also um, extend or tweak, uh, tweak in the, in the edit. So there's a number of different things that we're doing. That's awesome. It's, it's cool to see kind of the it's process really cool. of how you guys kind of, yeah. you know, pre-interview and really mm -hmm. try to grab the questions that are actually going to get a good conversation going. Yeah. yeah it's interesting because the challenge becomes, trying to um you know because that takes a lot of time and that's a lot of effort you know a lot a lot of work is done before you even get to a microphone right. and so you know part of our job is explaining that process and educating clients which is really exciting because i think they're getting to see a you know a lot of a lot of clients that i've worked with in the past have a lot of like video experience because they've been on commercial shoots or they've you know done the odd um you know, done the odd production here and there, but very few have ever done podcast production um, or, or just interviews. They've done like, you know, um, voiceover recordings for radio ads and things like that. So they, they're, they're used to being around a, a studio, but, uh, you know, to actually make their content something that is a little closer to news or a little bit closer yeah. to like, you know, sort More of like 60 minutes. Yeah. 
style than anything yeah. is um, is new for them. So it's really fun to kind of explain why we're doing things this way and why we're trying to um, ask these sorts of questions. And, and uh, you know, it's been really, really uh, interesting and fun to be their Sherpa as they I love venture that. off into the podcast role. That's so cool. So what are some of the um, the things that you're seeing with when, when getting started launching a podcast? Because our listeners are a lot of um, startup founders yeah. and, and, you know, in the younger entrepreneurial phase that are thinking about starting podcasts, of course. Mm-hmm. What is something that you're saying is a good tactic to get some initial reach when mm-hmm. you're launching? You're putting all this time and effort into it, you know, yep. maybe three or four podcast episodes in to really kind of keep up the the kind of the momentum and and trying to get your voice heard out there. Yeah. So I think the misconception in the podcast world is that, you know, you're going to spend all this time on the production and then do a little bit of work on the marketing and, Mm. you know, it's going to go viral. It's not, it's not going to go viral. Um, The reality is actually more the flip side where you almost have to do more work on the marketing than you do Mm -hmm. on the production. Um, And it's not to say that you shouldn't do a great job of the production because in a lot of ways, that's your number one marketing tool is just Mm -hmm. produce a great show. Um, But, but you do have to put in the legwork, you know, in order to make the show um, reach as many years as, as possible, or at least give it the best opportunity to reach, you know, as many years as possible. So, I'm not sure how much time we have, but we kind of look at, yeah. you know, launching your show and 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 nurturing it, nurturing that audience from sort of a six mm-hmm. bucket standpoint. Um, do we have time for me to go into each? I think so. Yeah, yeah we, that'll wrap it up. That's yeah, a good wrap up. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So the first is is what we would just call marketing, and that's where you look at your you know your owned channels, um, social oh. newsletters, um, you know your website. Like, what are the spaces that you currently own, and and how can you um, amplify the podcast in those in those spaces? When it comes to things like social, you know, you're looking at creating content, like you know little clips, and there's great tool, all sorts of great tools available right now. You know, Headliner's a great one where you can create little uh, little audiograms that kind of take clips from the show and put a visual over it, and yeah. almost like a waveform video. Um, and and so you're you know you're you're really hitting sort of all the areas that you own and making sure that you have. Uh, a really tight ecosystem around around the podcast. Um, the second area is what we would call PR and publicity, and this is where you're 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 acting like you know like some of the major studios, mm-hmm. like uh, you know like like you know when they release Marvel, you know the, the latest Marvel yeah. film, mm-hmm. they're putting together a, a, a media kit, um, and and media kit is essentially a synopsis of the show, why people should listen, why they should care. And then uh, an, an overview of who the host is, an overview of some of the guests, who your audience is. Like, just give you know, give people an idea of what they should expect if they were to listen to your show. And then you're creating, um, a, you know, a, a kit out of this. So, so maybe you're including some some photos of the of the host. Maybe you're you know you're including your artwork from your show. And 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 also, if you have available already, some links to some of the you know some of your favorite episodes. And then you're brainstorming a really big list of media contacts, and and these days it's never been easier to to reach the media. Um, they 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 like to be pitched because they're all competing for for right. you know for for stories, and they're constantly under the gun for contact or mm-hmm. for content. And so we we you know we start wide. We look at um, national media: New York Times, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, all that. 
um, mm -hmm. kind of going as wide as possible. We then narrow it down into sort of closer to the niche of whatever the uh, whatever the show is that you have. Um, so if it's a business podcast, then we're reaching out to, you know, Inc. and and Forbes and uh, Fast Company and Wired and all those sorts of guys. Yeah, yeah. And then we're getting even more, you know, more narrow and and reaching out to podcast, um, the podcast uh, uh, media, the you know, right. Pod News, Hot Pod, uh, Sounds Profitable, um, you know, the business of podcasting, all that sort of stuff. So you're just you're hitting the phones, you're hitting the email, and you're pitching them. And then um, the the third area is um, what we would call merchandising, and this is where you're trying to get featured on Apple. Apple's pod, uh, mm -hmm. Apple podcasts, you know, in the, in the new and note, new and note, sorry, new and noteworthy section, new and notable, um, at, yeah. at, or on, on Spotify or Stitcher. And, and a lot of people think that that's, you have to beat some sort of algorithm to, to get featured there. The reality is that those are all editorial decisions. There's actual, mm -hmm. you know, there's a floor of people in California yeah. whose job it is to just make those decisions at Apple. Yep. So that means you can pitch them. So their, their information is available online. You can pitch them on why your show should be featured. Now your show could be featured because it's brand new and it's awesome yeah. and, yeah. and great guests and production quality and all that sort of stuff. Or maybe there's a reason you should be featured that's more kind of theme-based. Like, mm. you know, it's summer and people are going to, you know, going to start traveling again. You know, my podcast is one of the best podcasts for travel and, and it should be featured yeah. among other podcasts in the travel space. Or maybe it's like, a really great financial podcast as it's getting closer to tax season or, right. you know, all sorts of, you, know like, you know, just sort of, you know, uh, get creative on it. The, uh, the fourth area is cross promotion. And um, this is where we look for um, uh, sort of the low hanging fruit uh, when it comes to podcast growth, which is other podcast listeners. And so we're, we're literally doing the research to determine who do we think, sorry, what other podcasts do we think our listeners would also be listening to? Yeah. We're creating a big long list and then we're hitting their websites and finding the right contact information and reaching out to them on why we should, uh, you know, work together on cross promoting. Okay. Um, maybe we cross promote by swapping, uh, swapping hosts. Um, or maybe we cross promote by, you know, I give you one of my episodes and you drop it into your feed as bonus content cool. to your listeners in exchange mm. for the same thing. Now, a lot of times when you're launching your podcast, you don't have any listeners, Right. But maybe you've got a really killer, you know, uh, newsletter list, mm -hmm. um, something of value that you could then go to that podcast and say, you know, if you feature me on your show, I'll then promote your show to our newsletter followers. Or maybe you got a big LinkedIn, you know, mm -hmm. link, LinkedIn, you know, big, big group of LinkedIn connections. Totally. There's no rules to these things. It's all up to creativity. Right. The um, fifth area is paid. Um, and this is where we're, uh, you know, putting some investment into paid promotion. Um a lot of times we're uh, promoting the podcast on other podcasts yep. or mm -hmm. on podcast players, um, um, different, uh, uh, Platform. different um, platforms. Yep. Um, the one area that we don't typically invest in is paid social. We find mm -hmm. that it doesn't get a lot of lift. Mostly I think because people aren't just because somebody's, you know, playing around in their Facebook feed doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to want to listen to a podcast right away. Oh. And that's really what we want to do is we want to get them into that space of like, they're already listening to a podcast. Let's get them to subscribe to ours. Yep. Um, and then the final area is what we call the more bucket, which we need a better name. But um, this is where we, we ask our clients, like, what is the unfair advantage that you have as a brand? And then yep. let's leverage that. So like, if you're a bank, you've got monthly statements that go out, or if you're a nonprofit organization, you've got a really huge 
list of of volunteers mm. that want to like play a role in in growing the organization so reach out to them so that's kind of the six areas that we look at it's you know it takes work and 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 yeah. you don't have to do all of that yep. but you can pull those levers um you know depending on on what you know what you uh want you know what you want to do and are capable yeah. of doing absolutely love that well yeah, i i, I <laughs> sorry it's a bit lengthy that. Love that. it's amazing it's you know, the amount of um I see why people go to production agencies like yours. Because yep. when you when you're getting started and you do have you know, you know some funding behind it to launch yep. with the large brands that you're working with, it's like go to the pros, and that's <laughs> cool to hear that you guys kind of have figured out your own algorithm and secret sauce. Exactly. On how to do it all. There's a process um, behind. Yeah, what the process you guys exactly. Do, so. Which is on. Awesome, Roger. Well, thank you so much for your time. That was a killer podcast awesome. i know we awesome. absorbed a ton of information yeah. and some really good tactics ourselves that we're going to be able to take away from um where can our listeners find you or anyone out there that's interested in working with jar audio yeah so check us out at jaraudio.com or visit us on twitter at jar underscore audio uh, you can also visit me personally on twitter at uh, jar underscore roger and we're also on linkedin as well um yeah hope everyone uh, got something out of this, and I really encourage everyone to um, to play around in the podcast world. It's yeah. it's it's changing daily, but the content is is getting absolutely um, um, better by the second, and and we're uh, we're super excited to be a part of it. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Roger. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast. Check us out on YouTube and on LinkedIn and uh, Instagram at biz.bros. Yeah. Thank you so much. And please join us on the next mm -hmm. biz bros podcast. See you guys. <laughs>